0: Good day and welcome to Film Exploration with Ash Home. For today's episode, we're going to be doing a review on the 2014 time bending sci fi action flick. Edge of Tomorrow, or as some know it as Live, Die, Repeat, since the tagline supersedes the title in terms of size. Written by Christopher McQuarrie and directed by Doug Lyman, the film stars Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, Bill Paxton, Brandon Gleason, and Noah Taylor. Time Loops, a popular once in-trend concept thanks to the 1993 comedy Groundhog Day that had films try out the concept in new and improved ways across different genres and none of them really managed to capture the magic bottled from the first mainstream attempt thanks to Harold Ramis and Bill Murray. In fact, after Groundhog Day, many critics were predicting others to swiftly follow in suit with their own versions of a time loop notion, kind of like how people attempted Bond movies after Piers Brosnan's Die Another Day. We started getting Bond-esque movies pop up like Austin Powers, Johnny English, and more famously, the Jason Bourne franchise. But the 90s was a decade of of end-of-the-world movies, the Y2K craze, where people were somewhat obsessed that the world was going to end when we arrived in the year 2000, and thus created the Roland Emmerich Age of Godzilla, Independence Day, Stargate, which provoked newcomer Michael Bay to shadow with Armageddon, which thus provoked Deep Impact. And these end-of-the-world movies spiralled into different directions like the 1999 film The Mummy, and later down the line the zombie apocalypse 28 days later. So it wasn't a real head-scratcher why this concept of time loops was pushed aside for a later date until it got its much-needed resurgence in 2010. And many did try, and I wouldn't say they failed, but they just didn't capture the magic they did in 1993. The 2010s was in fact the decade where it got its revival with films like Source Code, The Road, Premature, Happy Death Day, The Incident, Palm Springs, and the film in question here. The first real blockbuster take on this concept, Edge of Tomorrow. Based on a Japanese novel by Hiroshi Saraku Kazaka called All You Need Is Kill, it tells the story of Cage, a snotty cowardice military rep who gets roped into being on the first wave against an alien race attempting to evade Earth. The build-up is on the obvious demise of Cage, orchestrated brilliantly by Tom Cruise of his lack of experience and courage to even survive a fight, something that is very cleverly spun on the usual persona of Tom Cruise's macho stereotype. He manages to die within minutes of landing on the beach, as we assumed, whilst killing an alpha a superior species of the alien race whose blood spews into cage's mouth while he dies which consequently forces him to live that same day over and over again the film brings in director Doug Lyman to playfully tackle this concept in a high-budget war movie. Interestingly enough, Doug's CV is more than sufficient enough to handle this movie. He made his name when he directed the 2002 film The Bourne Identity, and would later reteam with Cruise in American Made, which is actually on Netflix right now. The screenplay was drafted by Christopher McQuarrie, is another friend of Tom Cruise who directed Jack Reacher, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, and Fallout, and also the next two in the pipeline, Dead Reckoning Part 1 and 2. Newcomer to the Cruise world is Emily Blunt, who Cruise insisted on Carson, an actress he wanted to work with for a long time, who plays Rita, a legend in the world of Alien and Combat, who shares the experience that Cage is going through in this film. Blunt may be new to working with Tom Cruise, but this is actually her third film, where she's in a sci-fi flick that plays on the fact of altering the future, the other two being Looper and the Adjustment Bureau. So in this film, the humans have to wear an advanced metal suit to be able to fight these over advanced alien beings to even stand the chance of winning the war. The exosuit weighed roughly 85 pounds and was legitimately worn by all the actors. Emily Blunt actually cried when she wore it because it was way too heavy and she required and she had to perform all her action sequences for five months in that exosuit. As a semi joke, Tom Cruise just said stop being a wuss. They did have the option to have these exosuits CGI'd, but Tom Cruise insisted that they were designed and legit so it was more believable. Tom Cruise even helped design the suits two months prior to filming as well of course of doing his own stunts but that goes without saying, he's sort of the American version of a one Jackie Chan, we just assume that he does all his own stunts now So the movie is meant to be a cross between Groundhog Day and Starship Troopers capturing both tones whilst maintaining this Groundhog Day concept in a believable way. Interestingly Cage wakes up 6am every day just as Bill Murray does in Groundhog Day but he gets woken up with a kick rather than Sonny and Cher. What makes Ed Edge of Tomorrow Formidable is that if anyone knows the generic concept of a blockbuster, is that they are still attached to the setup despite the relentless recycling of the same handful of once decent ideas. But mix this time loop arc into it and it seriously energizes this once familiar blockbuster genre to another level. Tom Cruise spent no longer than a week in between this movie and Oblivion, another sci-fi epic that ticks general blockbuster boxes. But Edge of Tomorrow has a serious advantage with the execution of this Groundhog Day notion. Yes, we have seen Exosuits. Before an Alien. We've seen Alien Invasions movies, even with Tom Cruise himself in War of the Worlds. But this is a clever narrative structure of time loops that really represents a blockbuster movie and if you release it into the right movie it is in a league of its own. Where this film shines outside of the conceptual time loop story arc is surprisingly the character transformation of Cade, uh, Cage from one end to the other. And in these movies we do have these awakenings of characters who are destined to find themselves like Bill Murray in Groundhog Day which is the unspoken reason why these time loops happen. Unlike Murray's transformation, though, from bad grumpy Phil to loving and caring Phil, Cruz breaks his bravado tough guy outlook on his back and dives into an unlikable yet somehow Peter Sellers style kind of skirm. That if it wasn't pulled off well, we would have had an awful miscasting. But Cruz, in hilarious fashion, proves the acting chops he possesses. He easily manipulates the audience into believing he is anything but heroic or likable, and the mantle is taken very demandingly by Emily Blunt, whose blunt British exterior backs up her place on the podium has the real action star of this movie. Cruz eventually goes into Cruise Control at the end where he becomes the actor we know and love from the Mission Impossible movies to again try and save the world. This film is an extraordinary example of a sci-fi film done well and borrows ideas from different genres to execute this adaptation to a T. Talks of a sequel are on the horizon once the thick fog of Top Gun Maverick and Mission Impossible dissipate. But one thing I will say is that Tom Cruise is certainly Mr. Consistent and if his four decades in the industry has told us one thing is that Tom Cruise has gotten better with Edge and one can just enjoy one of the last action stars alive at his peak and when you look back at his impressive CV Edge of Tomorrow always released releases this whip or air of cult presence that has be- most definitely re-established Cruise as one of the best action stars of our generation Anyways, that's all I have time for with Edge of Tomorrow, a soon-to-be cult classic. Been out for eight years now. I think it deserves its cult classic status after 20 years, so let's wait and see how the film ages. In the meantime, enjoy Palm Springs, the latest loop film with Andy Samberg, available on Prime. You can enjoy Edge of Tomorrow on Sky or Now TV, and drop me a follow on iTunes, Google, Amazon, or Spotify, and you can follow me on social media, mainly on Instagram. In fact, really only on Instagram. That's Film exploration, Ah, or lowercase or one word. But for now, thank you for listening to my review of Edge of Tomorrow with... Film exploration with Ash Hurry. A the day darling, build of faith when someone else instead of me always seems to know the way.